nurses, making choices about your use of social media can be complicated when it comes to patients and colleagues. Let's talk about making those tough choices about social media and your online life right here on episode 116 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. Whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, I'm glad you're here, and I thank you for being part of The Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of podcasters at PulseMediaNetwork.com, along with RNFM Radio, the Gluten-Free RN, Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift podcast, and other shows that are coming down the pike in the course of 2017. Watch Pulse Media for those shows launching soon. And speaking of RNFM Radio, we are relaunching the newly branded, the newly resuscitated RNFM Radio on July 12th, 2017. It'll be dropping every other Wednesday beginning July 12th. I will be joined by Sean Dent and Ashley Poffett Miller, two savvy, funny, and wonderful nurses who are going to be rocking the mic with me at RNFM Radio talking about clinical issues, non-clinical issues, social media, things that are of interest to nurses in the 21st century. So please check it out. We're going to have some guests. We're going to have some quizzes. There's going to be lots of new stuff happening at RNFM Radio, lots of new energy. Please tune in at RNFM fmradio.com. Anyway, if you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 116. That is nursekeith.com forward slash episode 116. I'm thrilled you're here. Please come with me into the studio and let's get down to business. Well, here at the Nurse Keith Show, we love listener questions, and a avid listener named Gretchen has reached out to me with some questions about the uses of social media in relation to patients and colleagues. I am really grateful to Gretchen for reaching out and sending me her questions, and I'm going to address this issue of the use of social media and your online life right here on episode 116. A lot of you have other questions too, so please feel free to email them to Keith at nursekeith.com, post them on my Facebook page at Nurse Keith Coaching, or leave a voicemail right on my website. Your questions are welcome. They really inform the direction of the show. So the question at hand here is, first, who to connect with on social media and who to not connect with on social media. We nurses serve the public, so we are public figures, and sometimes we're just not sure what the negative or positive impact is going to be in terms of posting on social media and connecting with others in that space. The National Council of State Boards of Nursing has a downloadable PDF that features guidance for nurses about social media, but unfortunately, it only focuses on how to follow your employer's guidelines about social media use and also how to avoid breaching patient confidentiality online. So this isn't the whole picture. I wish they would address it in a more holistic way. 
But here I am answering Gretchen's questions, and I'm going to address it because other folks have not. But there will be other resources in this show that you might find very interesting and eye-opening. Social media is part and parcel. It is intrinsic to 21st century life. There's pretty much no escape. And quote unquote, friending someone on Facebook or being friended by someone on Facebook doesn't mean you're actually friends in real life, but it's become ubiquitous. It's normal in our culture now, and it's hard. It's confusing to know what to do, especially if a patient or one of their family members or a colleague reaches out to you online. First, let's address colleagues and your use of social media. So making the decision to connect with a work colleague on a social media platform could seem like a simple decision, but actually, you know what, beyond the surface, it could get a little more complicated than that. So when you're friends with someone on Facebook, and many of you probably use Facebook or are familiar with it, or you've quit it because it drives you crazy, but when you're friends with someone on Facebook, unless you've specifically blocked them from a specific post or blocked them entirely, then they can see pictures of you on vacation, pictures of you in your bikini at the beach, pictures of you drinking at a wedding or doing fun things with your kids. This could seem innocuous on the surface, but it does reveal a certain aspect of your life to your colleagues that you really have to consider very carefully. Now, I and other people I know tend to vent some of our political and cultural and societal frustrations on Facebook, and I have personally had interactions with nurse colleagues on Facebook that have not been altogether positive. I have actually made the choice to make some of my political posts invisible to certain people when I post them. I customize them because I don't want to get into those political tangles with people who I actually like and respect online, but who seem to find ways to get under my skin on my Facebook feed when I'm sharing my frustrations about a particular thing happening in the news. Now, the 2016 election was a great example of how people and families and colleagues and others really got into it on social media. And if you're going to get into it like that with your colleagues, your coworkers, this could be fraught with some problems for you at work. So you have to think about how much do you want your colleagues to know about your personal life? What happens if a colleague disagrees with something you've posted? What could possibly happen? How specific are you willing to be in terms of customizing your Facebook posts so that certain people can't see them? Now, to add fuel to this particular social media fire, what if you connect with a manager or a supervisor or an executive at your workplace, let's say on Facebook? Is it going to impact what you feel you're able to post? Are you going to start editing your private life because you're afraid of what your manager is going to see that you were doing on your days off? Do you want your manager to know that you were doing tequila shots on Saturday night? Do you want your manager to see you in a bikini? So these are definitely things that you have to do your due diligence about and make a decision that works for you. Now, here's another conundrum. Some of you have probably encountered this. I have for sure. 
What if you receive a friend request on, let's say, Instagram or Facebook from a colleague or a manager at work, and you want to say no, you want to delete that request? What happens then? Are they going to be offended? Are they going to cross-examine you in the nurse's station for not responding to their Facebook friend request? How are you going to navigate that? So we have Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, so many other platforms, and these questions can come up all the time. On Twitter, it's a little different because it's just a stream of posts going on and on and on. You can block certain people, but your Twitter posts are basically public unless you make it a completely private feed. And again, some of your colleagues could get a little miffed if you decide not to let them into your little personal online world. Now, some articles I read also talked about lateral violence and bullying, and I'm sorry we have to bring this up over and over again. My friend Renee Thompson certainly understands this because she's the national expert on bullying between nurses, but there are documented incidences and anecdotes about nurses being bullied by their colleagues online. This is fraught with problems as well, as you can imagine, and this is opening a Pandora's box of potential issues for you at work. Now, aside from social media, if you have a public blog or website like I do, and if you're writing about situations at work, if you're writing about your colleagues, if you're writing about patients, this is even another layer to this very complex 21st century puzzle. If you're writing about patients and colleagues, are you protecting their identity enough so that they cannot be individually identified through your writing? Are you avoiding information that could make a patient very much identified and violate HIPAA and potentially lose your license? Are your colleagues critical of your blog posts? Do your colleagues not like your blog? So, there's another layer to this situation. This is beyond social media, but social media can come into play when you have a blog because it can be shared, criticized, and otherwise taken to task online. Finally, if you have a public social media profile, like I mentioned, say Twitter, for instance, and you're a nurse entrepreneur or a business person, that's another kettle of fish as well, because you're opening yourself up to all sorts of criticism and all sorts of potentially uncomfortable interactions. So you have to expect the best and the worst when it comes to your social media presence and interacting with your colleagues online. I cannot tell you what you should do, and there's going to probably be some uncomfortable situations and some uncomfortable interactions you're going to have to have, especially if you choose to not accept friend requests from colleagues. Be careful, folks. And if you want to talk about any specific situation, let me know at Keith at NurseKeith.com and I can give you some specific advice about a particular relationship that's causing you some issues online.
Hey folks, I want to take a quick pause for the cause here to remind you that I'm going to be speaking once again at the National Nurses and Business Association Annual Conference in St. Pete's Beach, Florida, September 8th, 9th, and 10th, 2017. If you have even a tiny interest in starting a business or a side hustle as a nurse entrepreneur, the NNBA conference is the premier place to be in order to light the fire of nurse entrepreneurship in your heart and mind. And you know what? Kevin Ross and Elizabeth Scala from RNFM Radio and the Pulse Media Network are going to be joining me in presenting a pre-conference workshop on the power of podcasting. That's right. If you would like to launch a podcast, whether it's related to nursing and healthcare or something entirely different, you can learn from us. We're the experts and you can come away with everything you need to know to launch your own podcast. There are also going to be pre-conference workshops on legal nurse consulting, on the business of blogging, so many great ways to learn, so many awesome people to meet. This is my favorite conference of the year. So head over to the show notes for this episode and click on the links for more information. I will see you in Florida at the National Nurses and Business Association Conference, September 8th through 10th, 2017. Now let's move on to patients and their families and social media and your online presence. This is where things can get even a little more complicated and you really have to give this some deep thought and consideration. So I mentioned Gretchen's question that she sent to me by email several months ago. Gretchen, my apologies for taking so long to address this on the podcast, but I've had to give it a lot of thought. So remember the idea of your manager seeing you in a bikini or drinking tequila shots on your Facebook page? Well, imagine if it's actually one of your patients or patients' family members who are having this voyeuristic view of your personal life. What does that feel like? And what does it feel like to you to be able to see the same in your patients? As nurses, we have relationships with our patients and their loved ones, and yeah, they could become rather intimate if we're working in home health or hospice, we're hanging out in their home, maybe they're feeding us dinner while we're there, the vibe can be kind of friendly, kind of get a little nonchalant and casual. I've been in this predicament before, so I know what I'm talking about. So let's say you're sitting with a patient's adult daughter, maybe you're in home health, or maybe even it's inpatient or in an assisted living or a nursing home. Maybe you have some common interests or even some common acquaintances or friends, and she finds you on Facebook and sends a friend request. What are you going to do with that? You don't want to offend her. You don't want to jeopardize your relationship with her because... Her mother's care is important and you need these open lines of communication with the daughter, but you know that there may be issues coming up either politically, socially, or otherwise that are going to make your online relationship and your in-person face-to-face relationship complicated. What are you going to do? What are you going to walk in terms of that fine line? So let's say you and this particular daughter of your patient also were involved in a volunteer activity. So let's say you both are involved in a multiple sclerosis or breast cancer marathon or a walk or a fundraiser. And there's a public Facebook group where everyone in that 
volunteer organization interacts with the public, or maybe it's a secret or closed Facebook group. This then gives her an entree into your personal life because you're posting there as an individual, not as a nurse, and this can really muddy the waters. How are you going to navigate that? Now, in the show notes, I link to a really interesting article from 2014 posted on the website of the National Center for Biotechnology Information, which is part of the U.S. National Library of Medicine of the National Institutes of Health. And it says that historically, there's been a lot of reluctance amongst physicians, in particular in terms of interacting with patients online. But the interest in doing so has increased because it can increase the ability for the physician to influence the patient life and education in a very positive way. However, this can lead to what they point out to being kind of fascinating and potentially troubling scenarios, including a healthcare provider using Google or social media to essentially spy on a patient to see what the patient does on the weekends. It can cause some breaches in either confidentiality or the boundaries between the healthcare provider and the patient. And while it might be helpful for you to know that the patient is eating birthday cake and drinking beer on Saturday night, if you address this with them on Monday morning, they could feel like you've really violated their privacy by quote unquote spying on them on their public Facebook page. Now, the Annals of Internal Medicine published another article back in 2013, and it contained some warnings for healthcare professionals involved in the use of social media for the purposes of interacting with patients. I have some quotes from that article pasted right here in the show notes, and they talk about the fact that professional decorum is one of the core elements of the training that is fostered from medical school all through all of your professional development as a physician, but we can also relate this to nurses. So maintaining your professionalism online can be really difficult, especially when things that are written online can be taken out of context because there's no tone of voice, there's no body language, there's no facial expressions to really mitigate or moderate how that information is being taken in. So if people engage in what they cause pausing before posting, this can avoid some unintended damages or consequences that might be kind of negative. And a lot of state medical boards have received reports of violations of physicians' online professionalism. So this is real, folks. This is not something we're wondering might happen it happens all the time, and boards of nursing also receive these types of complaints on a regular basis. So if you want to extend your relationship with a patient to the online world, you have to think about what's the purpose of connecting with your patient online? What are the expectations around how you're going to be interacting and responding? How is the communication going to take place? And are you going to be breaching any confidentiality or seeming like you're stalking a patient, cyber stalking, when really you're just interacting with them based on either their invitation or your desire to interact with them on that level. So you can use social media to empower patients, to educate patients. Lots of great stuff can happen online and is already. However, when you're in that public space as a healthcare professional, as a public servant, 
if you will. There are some inherent risks and you need to use your due diligence to make the best choices and weigh the potential benefits and complications. So I can't give you any solid rules, even though I would like to, but every situation is individual and very potentially complicated. So I could say, don't connect with any patients or families on social media. Don't friend any colleagues on social media. Don't write a blog. Don't be out there publicly. But you know what? That's not the 21st century reality. If a patient asks you to connect, let's say on Facebook, and you decide to say no, you can tell a little white lie that you're employer won't allow that kind of interaction with the patient, or your employer may actually have that policy and make it really easy for you to say no. In the end, be cautious, be circumspect, make the best choices for you. And I would say always, always err on the side of caution. That's the best advice I can give you is to err on the side of caution when it comes to social media because you don't want it blowing up in your face. So folks, I can safely say that social media isn't going away anytime soon. It's basically where our lives are steeped in it. And working as nurses and healthcare professionals in the 21st century, you're going to have to make some potentially tough decisions. And erring on the side of caution and making the right decisions is just going to have to be something that's top of mind for you because you know what? It's going to come up. If you're going to give a patient a voyeuristic view into your personal life, consider the potential implications. And if you're going to use social media to monitor or kind of check out what your patients are doing outside of the exam room or outside of the clinical space, consider the consequences of that as well. It's great to connect with other human beings. It's great that we have all these technologies and that we can use them to enhance our relationships and enhance our lives. But when it comes to making choices about your professionalism and your online presence, being circumspect and prudent is really of the utmost importance. So folks, there you have it. There's my little speech, my little soapbox, my diatribe about connecting with both patients and their families and your colleagues on social media and in that online space. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered and informed from this episode. If you agree or disagree with me, please post on my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash nurse Keith coaching. Let me know what you think or email me at Keith at nursekeith.com. You can also tweet me at Nurse Keith, and check me out on Instagram at Nurse Keith Coaching. And did you know that you've become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show? That's right. Many of my listeners are now pledging a monthly amount to support the production of the Nurse Keith Show. For as little as $2 a month, you can pledge to support the show and help me meet my financial goals and obligations to grow this show even bigger. You can head over to patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash nurse Keith to learn more about the special gifts and prizes you'll get depending on how much you pledge every month. 
The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by the consistently amazing Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. Tim is also the producer and editor for many of the shows at Pulse Media Network. Social media and promotion for the Nurse Keith Show and Nurse Keith Coaching are handled by the equally wonderful Mark Cappiespeason. Hats off to Tim and Mark. Thank you both for being part of the team. Post a review of the show on iTunes, if you will. That really helps other people find the show. Again, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or email keith at nursekeith.com. Folks, stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your nursing career every day, and keep tuning in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying and fun than you ever imagined. Be well, folks. Dig deep. Keep in touch, and adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. See you around. 